I just want to stop um, for a second and just say that skateboarding is fucking one of the sickest fucking things. Um, that's all I'm going to say. And today's guest is the legendary James Couch. Enjoy, motherfuckers. I appreciate you coming on. No worries, thanks for hitting me up. I appreciate that. No worries, man. Um, first question, it's a random one, but um, I want to know your skate age. So how many years have you been skating? I always make up lies when I do this. Let me, let me do the right one. Me too. I, I, I started it like in the middle towards the end of 1985. 85. So it's 1987 now, so I say like 31 and a half years or whatever the math would be. <laughs> Holy shit, you're fucking 31. That's your skate age. 31, dude. Okay, that was good. <laughs> I like it. I'm young. How you feeling? Physically. I feel not bad, actually. I felt better like six years ago, but I did a lot of and put in a little bit more, you know, don't drink so many sodas, lay off the sugar, all that kind of bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, a few sodas and the next day I feel like shit, it's just that easy. <laughs> Sick, yeah. I'm learning that too. I'm, uh, I, I turned 34 in November and, uh, I can feel it now. I didn't feel it before. Now I feel it. It'll creep on you. Yeah, I feel a little heavier for some reason. Yeah. I used to be able to do anything I wanted in the winter, and then as soon as spring came, I would just be right back in skate shape, but it's, that, that's slowly going away. Like, I have to slow down on my winter consumption. <laughs> Dude, it's hard. Winter's fucking hard. You just want to eat all day, and you just uh, just uh, fucking stuck inside. Especially got... out here in the Midwest. It's cold. Yeah, you guys got brutal winters, right? For the most part. Last year was mellow. Nice. Yeah. No, yeah. Hardly, no, nothing. I'm out in Boston, and we, we get pretty hammered, but our, our winter was fairly mellow this year. Yeah, I follow a few shops there, and they're always posting pictures of shops being shut down and shit. Blizzard. Yeah. yeah, it's always brutal in the winter, man. Fucking survive this shit, right? I'm straight. I mean, like, I'm not as bad as you guys, but I'm not good, like, say, like, down south or something. But, yeah, it gets pretty gross. Okay, well, let's yeah. let's start with, you grew up in Ohio. What was that like? I didn't actually. I was just born in Ohio. Oh, nice. Where'd you grow up? All around the world. Germany, Austria, England, and then in Louisiana, and then California. Military brat. Ah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> what was that like? Some of the memories are great, but as a young kid, moving so often, it got to the point where I even stopped like saying bye to friends or even trying to have friends for the most part. It got odd. We moved like every three years or so. Yeah, that, that's got to be fucking. I mean, I did. I did similar thing. My parents split, and then they we went back and forth for a while. And yeah. it, it's fucking crazy, kind of moving schools and shit, right? Nonstop. The last place when I lived, we moved to Louisiana. We were there for a few years, and then when we, I knew we were leaving. Like I didn't even tell people. Like I was over all of that kind of bullshit. I just got in the in the U-Haul and we drove off to California. I didn't tell anyone. <laughs> like fucking peace yeah waste of time man I'm out of here <laughs> yeah that must be strange did you have to remedy that as you get older like just actually saying goodbye and having like cementing relationships and shit oh, no, I think it's still stuck with me like I'll just bolt <laughs> I'm out <laughs> yeah I'll see you again sometime <laughs> nice that that works that works I've d I did that yeah. for a long time too it's almost like hey when I s we're all so busy it's like when we see each other let's just catch up real quick and then back to busy you know exactly. Move. <laughs> how, how old were you when you first started skating? Like 15 and a half or so. 
Did, where did you get your first... I found the first skateboard, though. I was borrowing a friend of mine's board. Nice. Then he let me get it because his mom bought him a new setup, and I borrowed it for a while. And then I got my first board probably in my own skateboard in early 86. Or it could have been Christmas 85. Shit. A Lester Kasai. What's that? I got a Lester Kasai Sims board. Oh, nice. He's a pro? Yeah, he's an old vert skater from back in the day. I think he's Japanese. Nice. Sick. Yeah, he had, he had a splash graphic, they called it. Damn, sick. Did you get did you get hyped on vert, or were you skating street? I was skating street, but hyped on vert, because that's what was in the magazine. And that's what all the bums were gay guys skated and shit, so we just, you know, skate the curb like it was the top of a vert ramp. <laughs> sick, frontside five lows and shit. Try to get your, like, just axle stalls, you know, originally. Just try to get your little pivot stall on, little little lip stall or whatnot. Nice. Who was your first crew to skate with? Um... This, I lived on Treasure Island out there in the middle of San Francisco Bay. Just a couple random kids. I can't remember their name from there. And then one of my best friends from school was a guy named Ron Matuska. Just a random cat. We kind of looked like each other, so we would lie and say that we were brothers. And we both did the same ollies and grabs and shit. And so, yeah, we, we pulled that off for a while. But he got in trouble smoking weed. His mom sent him off to rehab, and that was it. He became a fisherman. Ah, uh, sick. Fishermen are gnarly, bro. Yeah, he's a gnarly fisherman, too. <laughs> I live, I live like, um, 20 minutes from New Bedford, um, and it's huge whaling city, Dick. Moby Dick and shit, so. Yeah, I've been up there, it's shit, shit's dope. Yeah, my buddy, he works at the skate park, but he also fishes, like, that's his other hustle, and he, he comes back, he makes a good amount of dough, and catches tons of fish. Fuck it, he eats well, too. He does, but it's like gnarly work, <laughs> <laughs> it's gnarly work, for sure. Nah, I can't fuck with it. I heard that guy, remember Ryan Hickey, you ever hear of him? Fuck yeah. New York kid. Yeah, he's some kind of gnarly fisherman guy now. Gnarly. Goes out on the boat for like weeks at a time, grabbing up fish. Sick. It's a hard profession, but bless him. I, I, I ain't fucking with that. <laughs> <laughs> how, how do we end up in San Francisco? Military. Same. Yeah, we moved from there from Louisiana in the early 80s. Well, almost towards the mid 80s, like 84 or 5, whatever it was. I always get it mixed up. But, um, yeah, there's that Alameda naval base there. No shit. And your dad your dad was in the Navy? Yeah, and they stationed us on that, that island that's in the, that connects the Bay Bridge. That island in the middle there. Yeah. Where the Bay Bridge runs into that, like, big rock. Gnarly. Yeah, that was a naval base. And did you... Skate I see it in the magazines. Yeah. Yeah, I've actually seen that too. Yeah, that was my skate park. No one got that. You couldn't get on there unless you had an ID and it was just... All that shit was for me. That's <laughs> where I learned how to skate. <laughs> yeah, that's sick. I, I mean, I know you you skated in Barcadero and stuff. Where, how'd you end up there? Did you just lurk out and meet people in the city? Just skaters? Yeah, exactly. I got... I just... I would have to take the AC Transit. Damn, I wish I was in the house smoking. Yeah, a little Fuck ganja. <laughs> I would have to take the AC Transit to go to school and shit over there anyway. Trail Hill Middle School in Galileo. And so one day I just get off. I just, I'm going to go skate downtown. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to man up and I'm going to go downtown. So I get off at the AC Transit Terminal, which is right there on Mission downtown. Seeing a kid with a skateboard and I asked him, I said, hey, where do people skate? And he told me, that, well, there's a plaza down here that skaters randomly hit up. And I went down there and there was a couple skaters and a couple like, you know, drinking ass white kids, taggers, all that shit. <laughs> and I I never left. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it must have been culture shock going from Ohio to San Francisco a little bit. All of it, yeah. It was actually from, from Louisiana up there, but yeah, totally different. Unbelievable. Just the, like the multi-cultures and everything was shocked, is what shocked me. And I had never seen Samoans before. <laughs> Chirpy. So I came 
dude, I came home first day and told my stepfather, I was like, dude, there's some, I seen some big ass humans. <laughs> 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 He's like, dog, those are fucking, those are Samoans, dude. Don't fuck with them. I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah, I think they can all fight pretty well, I'm pretty sure. Well, they're so big, it's not like you can hurt them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So who is it? So you get to Embarcadero, you're shredding. Who becomes your friend? How do you get, like, who's the first crew there? I don't know. It's, it's like there wasn't really a crew staying there except for these kids called THK, the honky crew. And they were like slappy kids with, you know, beers, and they were mostly taggers and shit. But then randomly you'd see, you know, like Bryce Knights and them would come through. It was just a spot you would hit up when you skated around the city instead of just kind of staying there all day. Yeah. It seems like it ended up being the Mecca, like almost like a street, like a skate park, but a plaza spot. You know, people just gravitated towards there. Over the years, you know, a few of us were met up with each other, like Scott Thompson and and just Jake Vogel and people like that. And we all started just basically staying there. And then as the years went on, of course, little Mike came down with his brother Greg and the Carols. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it just slowly started. Like, everyone knew that you could just come there and skate and not worry about your family life. And, and especially then, there was no cell phones and internet. You could really, like, you could act out, get your aggression out. You could do whatever you want to do and no one could, like, you know, well, nothing was going to happen. Yeah, we need we need that type of spot even now. Like especially when you, when you started skating was like for the misfits for sure. Oh, it was all weirdos and dummies. Like, <laughs> people just wanted to get out and do other shit. Yeah, I love that. You randomly even see skaters, and if you did, you'd go straight up to them like, "Hey man, what up?" You'd go skate with them. Now it's like you see them and you're just like, "Ah, those fucking guys." And I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't even want to talk to these dudes. <laughs> I caught like the tail end like when I got into skating it was still kind of for the misfits and the weirdos which was perfect because like I fucking sucked at sports and all that shit I was like I need somewhere to go hang out where I can be angry (laughs) exactly let all your frustrations out because we're all a bunch of you know Americans with no problems (laughs) yeah right first world problems maybe but But yeah exactly but you don't know that so you're just out there stressing yeah I always it's funny you said that because I always tell my homies I'm like we we don't have like a poverty problem we have like a mental issue like mental instability problem like in America people are like they tell you the American dream and they have you strive and then they fucking steal from you and then oh scam yeah it works if you want to put if you want to go that route the shit does work we can. You can find a hustle. People can. It's insane. <laughs> you gotta sell out. You gotta do it from the beginning. And if you're lucky, your family was already involved in that kind of shit. Yeah. Like, like, a lot of people bitch and complain about all these rich-ass families and shit. And I'm like, dog, your family should have hustled harder back in the day, man. I mean, what do you want? Why you can't be mad at them? People, people work to the bones and kill... They put their whole lives into achieving yeah, that wealth. That much, you gotta put in that much effort. I mean, I'm sure there's the people that don't have to, but like... You know, it's, it, you gotta see what you want, what you don't want. I decided earlier, there's no way I'm busting my ass to try to like. It's just a fucking waste of time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I mean, we saw the American dream burst, like with the economy and all that shit. So, I say we redefine it now. It should be like the American experience, where people actually experience like a happy life, a good life, where they can be fulfilled right. and make some money and live, you know, like... They gotta open up, though. They're too close-minded, everybody. It's all just about them and no one else. Yeah, it's crazy. They can't accept roles and facts. Like, people don't want to accept, like, who they are and what their status is. And, and it's just, yeah, like... Man. You gotta accept it, man. 
That's true. That's one thing for sure that's true is like the only way to move forward is to first realize what you are and who you are and what you have and like look around and be real with yourself, which is exactly. a, a, mirror, a mirror is scary to a lot of motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, if you don't like what it is, just look at yourself. If you don't like it, there's steps to change it. If you do like it, well, shit, you're on the right path. Stay, stay your ground. Yeah, absolutely, dude. <laughs> I'm psyched. I'd rather sit under this tree and feed the birds than, than go do a bunch of other shit. Yeah, I agree, man. But it's random, though. You get lucky like me, I'm lucky. Like, I'm living in this house that family owns. Like, people know me because I did a tail slide, shit like that. I'm sure, like, I see other people all the time when they got busted up shoes on, out working, and I'm like, fuck, I got, like, 40 pairs of shoes in my fucking room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's all random, weird shit. Yeah, a lot of it's luck, too. I mean, people work to their, till their deathbed, and then, you know, they, they never catch any luck, you know? And they work their asses off and end up with nothing, you know? Yeah, exactly. Family, I heard that saying somewhere, like, families rise and fall in America every day. And I I live by that, because I'm like, it truly, like, especially with healthcare and shit, like, one bad injury, you could fuck everything up, you know? Like, imagine getting seriously sick right now, like, how would I take care of myself? Yeah, terrifying. Yeah. But I just tell myself I don't get sick, and that's just that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't get sick, man. I hug trees, and I'm not getting sick. <laughs> Fuck you. Did you say you hug trees? <laughs> yeah, I'm out with my magnolia right now. You want to see her? Yeah, she's beautiful. Big, strong yeah. tree. Oh, uh, she's a big bitch. And when it rains, dude, you can sit underneath it. Like, I mean, after a while, you'll get wet. But at first, for like a good half an hour, you can just sit under this thing. You won't get wet. That's so dope. <laughs> and it barely starts dripping in, and you're just like, oh, this is not nice. <laughs> Th this... If this is too personal or whatever, you can tell me to fuck off, but, um... Got you. How, like, growing up like you did, and having... I imagine there's some dysfunction. You, it sounds like you had dysfunction growing up, and, uh... Lots of it. Okay, so that tends that tends to wire people kind of crazy, you know? Because you deal with heavy shit at a young age, and you get wired for, like, combat. So how did you work through that? Because you seem pretty calm and rational and normal. <laughs> I guess all the experiences I've been through have just shown me that... I don't know, it's all like just, like a grading scale at school, like fuck, I don't know, like it just show me like, just don't even trip. Yeah. The worst shit's already happened, like what, else? you know what I'm saying? True. Like everything, everything's cool. Yeah. Like legit, and I'm a big firm believer, I'm a weirdo about hella stuff, like I'm a firm believer, like it is what it is, if that's how you want to say it, or, or everything is exactly the way it's supposed to fucking be, or it wouldn't be like this, and you have to accept whatever happens. And that's just simple as that. I mean, you can change things, and we have free will and whatnot, but like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, like, that, if things were gonna be different, they would fucking be different. Not that you can't do stuff, but you, you see what I'm saying, like. Uh, yeah, I agree. Most people, yeah. are, most people are delusional. They don't even accept where they are in life. They're just too busy dreaming about something else that they don't even look at their surroundings. And usually, the surroundings are falling apart, and they're just delusional dreaming about something that they'll never reach because they never fix their immediate surround or themselves. You know, like yeah, you just have to come to terms with life and just put your experiences in your basket, understand what happened, and, and just see what you could do with the rest of your life if that's what you want to do, or you could just stay a fuck up. Yeah, that seems kind of wild. I, doing nothing. I just got to the point now where, like, I guess as you get older, too, you get less, what would be the word? You, you have remorse and empathy and shit like that. Yeah, you're... Like, I don't want to see people get hurt. I don't like seeing animals hurt. I don't like anybody to be fucked up. That when I was younger, though, it didn't matter about those people. Only me and my friend standing next to me mattered. Yeah. Those yeah. Get face with a skateboard. I'll fucking kick them in the neck. It, 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 it didn't matter what. They are just go away. You know what I mean? 
Oh, all right, this leads me into uh, Embarcadero days, dude, because I know crazy shit went down, man, and I know you've seen some stuff. Like, what's some highlights here? <laughs> I've seen lots of shit. I've seen whores get fucked right there on the spot. I've seen Whoa. people get hit in, the, hit in the face with big, like, wrenches that you would use on, like, a tub carrier. Holy shit. Split their head open where they're fucking, you can see their skull hanging out, like, think they're dead, FBI's coming. Not, not skaters, Every though. Huh? Not skaters, just like random tweakers and shit? People fucking with us, yeah. Gnarly. They even came to the point one time where I guess we were, their bums were rude to us, so we were rude to the bums. So at one point, the bums had had enough. And they gathered up and <laughs> made a plan, like a TV show, and they fucking bum rushed us. <laughs> Literally. Like 15, 20 bums. They tried to get us. It didn't work out well for them. <laughs> yeah, just that kind of shit. Bum wars is what we called it. We had bum wars. <laughs> <laughs> so gnarly. <laughs> everything, dude. You could just drag the trash can into the middle of the bricks in a barcadero, pop the gate on it. It was a little gate, and you could pull out the plastic inside. You slide the keg in there, pull the tap out the back, and we would have keggers like every weekend. No one's coming. It's a fucking freak show. You could do anything you wanted. Yeah, that's wild. That's fucking insane. <laughs> Mostly just the, the violence that would go down down there was pretty gnarly sometimes. Yeah, I imagine drug drug use too. Like dudes doing heavy shit. Cause every time I'm in SF, I see like a lot of dudes. And I'm like, these people aren't just smoking weed or doing mild no, shit. Fools are still getting high. When I go visit, like fools are high as fuck, and I'm just like, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Like if I got high like that, like we used to, like I would probably just die. Yeah. <laughs> like have a heart attack or something. I don't get it. Did, like so, what made you what made you go in the direction you went? Where you know other dudes that were just like you that went the other way. What gave you the the motivation? I had no clue, man. I was at home with drugs in my hand, nice. and sitting there listening out the fucking door of the hallway of the apartment building, just staring out it, looking and listening <laughs> for like an hour or something. And I was like, dude, nobody's fucking coming. Dude. And I just threw this shit out the window, and I never did drugs ever as well. I can't lie, I did a few bumps here and there at the bar with my friends. <laughs> but I've quit doing drugs, and now, for a long time now, I just smoke weed, man. I don't even drink beer. Damn. Yeah, alcohol's a tough one if you can't control it, for sure. I used to be a flat-out loving alcohol, but mostly I liked alcohol to come down off the drugs. Yeah, like a, you're high, so you want to come down, and it's like it's suppressing. Exactly, like bring yourself back to life for a minute, like, whoa. <laughs> Down to reality, hanging out on A Street and shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow, gnarly. I mean, when I was growing up, because you've exposed a lot, I'll expose a little, like, everyone already knows, but when I grew up, like, my mom did tons of drugs, so I lived in houses that were, like, she's smoking crack in the basement, and, like, Lionel's down there, and I locked the fuckers in there, like, you're staying yeah. in the basement, motherfucker. <laughs> so, like, I was around, I was around it, too, but that shit fucks you up. I know my wiring has been fucked up, and most of my life I've been trying to, like, find a way to be comfortable in my own skin and, and like, work through all the issues, yeah. man. It's a lot of work, right? <laughs> yeah, do you get social anxiety? It, all of it, name it. I just fight it all and try... Harley. Yeah. Like, I can't hardly stand it. Yeah. Yeah, I get social anxiety. Like, my girl's like, oh, we're gonna go to the fucking museum. I'm like, oh. Like, it's a pressure to me. Like, fuck, I don't wanna go. Yeah, but the I museum's the tight. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? The museum you crushes. Know, you have a great time. Everything's fine. Yeah, yeah, but the idea of it freak you out a little bit. Yeah, it bugs me out. <laughs> I've gotten a lot better with that. I've been, uh, I've been got to the point where I could like film in public, which is kind of weird. Like, go film. We I filmed this uh, snowmobiling and shit. I was like, this is kind of sick. It's fun. 
Luke's. There you go, yeah. Did you, all right, so random question. What about school? What was your path in school? I, um, I graduated high school. Nice. Yeah. I went, I, I quit, and then my mother was like, just fucking graduate. So I went back and I graduated a year late. Solid. Or was it two? It was about a year. It was a year late. Doesn't matter. I graduated in 89, I graduated in 90. So I was 19. Although my little brother started school early in Germany, and he, dude, he graduated before he turned 17. Holy shit. He just, his soul. <laughs> he was just at it, huh? Well, no, when you, it's weird. They do this weird shit. Like, they made me start late over in Germany, but when he was, wherever he was, he got to, I think we were back in America, and he got to start early or something. <laughs> like, fuck you, right? <laughs> like, it's all these, like, where your birthday lies, I think, and whether they're going to let you into the school year or whatnot. Did you like school? It was cool, I guess. Like, nah. <laughs> huh? <laughs> no, not really. It was cool. Like, when I got to high school, it was cool because I would, I would hook up with my friends Jaded. You know, we smoked weed and do dumb shit and just cut school. But before that, nah. Same shit. I was a military brat. I felt, I was like, especially when we lived in Louisiana, I was going to like a prep school. All the kids are like super rich. Really? Their bikes, their bikes are better than mine. I didn't have no good, I didn't have any good clothes. <laughs> like the, I mean, not saying I didn't have stuff. My parents took great care of me, but you know, I didn't have those shit that them fools had. Yeah. So I always just like, ah, what the fuck. Yeah, that would trip me out to be in a situation like that where they all are from privilege and you're just kind of average, middle of the road. Like, god damn it. <laughs> yeah, we weren't poor, poor, but we definitely weren't rich like these kids that were going to my school. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, great up preppies. Yeah, that's strange. That would be a it funny a movie. It was a trip. Um. Okay. Well. Back to the SF scene and skating, and how, how did, like, sponsorship come into there, looking at skating like that, you know? How I got sponsored? Yeah, like, how did that how did that come to I be? Just, just skating, Barcadero. I mean, these, the people who sponsored people in San Francisco definitely had heard about me before and some of my friends down there, but we were different. Skating hadn't got to the point where we were going to be, like, acceptable. Yeah. The way we acted, just them street. I mean, I guess it was kind of the same. It was just different. Like, we were downtown, and we didn't, like, jock them when they came. Yeah. Like, when they would come to Barcadero, like, we knew who they were, and they would tell us, and, you know, we just wouldn't, we didn't jock them. It, it took a while, I think. But eventually, Dogtown, Indy, and Spitfire came and did a demo in Barcadero. Fausto Vitello was there, Jim Muir, and all those guys. And I'm just skating this block. It's a true story, so I won't. It sounds bad, but I'm going to tell how it really was. <laughs> Rest Fausto's soul. But the, the Jim Muir and, and Fosto were, like, watching a skate, and I didn't know who these dudes were. So Greg Carroll's there, and he, I think he was fucking with Venture at the time. Like, Team Captain, maybe. And I was just like, yo, like, who are these Namblas <laughs> watching us? Because Nambla in San Francisco, it's North American Man Boy Love Association. Oh, shit, I heard that before. Yeah, so I was like, who the fuck are the Namblas? <laughs> yo, you're fucking tripping. He's like, that's Red Dog, and that's the dude that owns Indian Thrasher. Oh, nice. Some shit like that. And I was like, oh, you got to be joking. Look out. And then I just... Back and forth this block in a rocket arrow nonstop, just tearing these indies up, lip sliding these spitfires. And then I got, that night when I was trying, I was about to leave, Fosto come up to me and he put me on indie spitfire and dogtown. Heavy. And I was just like, dude, fuck yes. I was stoked. That's so And cool. then, and then Ken McGuire, if you ever heard of him, look him up. <laughs> Ken McGuire. Ken McGuire, that hand planting fuck. He comes up to me, he's like, dude. If you ever fuck with one of me and my friends again, I'll have you walk Indy so fast. And I remember looking at his face and being like, what? Bitch, yes, fool, get out of here, man. Possibly <laughs> just put me on. You ain't got nothing to say about this. Yeah. <laughs> That's so oh, dope. Dude. 
What, yeah. what? So you get hooked up, and they're like, so you got the crew. Are they the magazines are going and everything at this point? Not quite. It came. Yeah, they started once we started. A few people started getting sponsored down there by like you know Canine Wheels and Venture and stuff like that. And after a while, after we kept skating for them and getting clothes and stuff, like yeah. The, oh shit! <laughs> scared me. Yeah, mm. after a while, like we, little pictures and mags did start popping off. Nice. I can remember the first time Bryce asked me to take a photo. He'd been to Embarcadero a few times, but he never really asked me to take a picture. And then I was doing a little trick I thought was kind of shitty. Even he was like, "Hey James, you want to take a picture of that?" And I was, just, I was real stoked. I was like, "Dude, fuck yeah!" Yeah, that's. Then we, we got a little sequence. Yeah, that's such a rad feeling when a photographer asks you to shoot a photo of something you're trying. That's so cool. Oh, uh, dude, I was more than hyped. <laughs> it was probably not digital, right? It was fucking... No, it was on film. Yeah, you're wasting money yeah. if you don't land yeah, it. No, I broke that shit off for my first try. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you were about to run a hundred bucks on film. Ogden <laughs> would always tell me how much money I saved. Because <laughs> he didn't have to go buy more film. <laughs> That's so dope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> pictures was different, dude. It was a trip. I'd go take pictures with people and I could bust them. I could get it. Sequences, steals, whatever. We'd go film... And it's like, I can do the same line three times in a row, get the camera out to film it, and the first trick is out the door. I can't even skate anymore. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. Yeah, it was always like that. I was <laughs> like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> That's right. So, all right, so you're on Venture. What other sponsors came? What other opportunities? Actually, I, it was on, I got on Indy and Dogtown. Oh, I'm sorry, Indy. Yeah, I rode for Dogtown for a while, and then this guy Keith Cochran asked me to skate for uh, Think. Nice. So I told him, all right, man, I'll skate for Think. Well, two days later, I get a phone call from Jim Thibault. Nice. And Jim's like, hey, tells me the whole thing about him and Tommy are a little bit older whatnot. And he's making jokes about how I can't pressure flip down the seven. And I was like, yeah, neither can I, dude. <laughs> he was just like, yeah, whatever, I'm just fucking around. He's like, but yo, you, you want to turn pro for real? And I was like, what? You got to be joking. And this is right off the bat, like, you want to turn pro for real? I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And that was when it was like him and Tommy and... Solomon and Henry. Solomon Aga? Someone else from a dick, I can't remember. Solomon Aga? Yeah. Switch God. Original Switch God. Oh my God, so sick. <laughs> Wait, so he but just asked you? Like, he was just like, yeah, you want... Sure. He was just I like, you want to go pro? Straight out. No am, nothing like that. Just God, straight pro. You go pro. And what was, was your like, what was your exact words? I don't remember. I think it was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Sick. Want to hear the most horrible thing ever, though? I guess. As soon as I hung up the phone, I looked at my friend Jake, who I was living with, and so I was like, hey, Jake, we're going to have a lot more money for drugs soon, dude. <laughs> oh, man. And wow, how bad is that? But it's true. Oh, man. <laughs> First thing I said to my friend when I hung up, we're going to have more money for drugs, dude. Yeah, that's gnarly. For wow. sh your, your priorities at that time were a little bit off. <laughs> they were just the party... Holler at bitches, fight, and get high. That was it. And skate, of course, skating was life. So yeah. all those things were secondhand dangling off of me. But eventually all those things kind of like pulled me down at the same time. Yeah. I never considered skateboarding. I never looked at skating like this before or after. Like this job or or this. It was Skating was me. I got my board when I first got it. And the thing never left my side. It would be on my bed half the time when I slept. Whether it was raining or what. And I was just going to my friend's house. Like that thing came with me. Yeah. What if it dried up for a quick second? And just skating was me and not, like, I didn't consider it nothing else. So even when I got all those sponsors, like, they had talks with me and stuff like that. Like, yo, you know, you should 
she quit smoking cigarettes, drink less, do all this other stuff. And I was just telling them, like, ah, that's, that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I got for you, man. And it's crazy because that shit, made, like, I, you start the shit so young, it's you. You're developing, doing all the shit at a young age. You build up pathways yeah. that aren't, aren't healthy for us. San Francisco's wild when it comes to, like, drugs or look with... When I moved to San Francisco, I thought drugs were insane. Like, why the fuck would you ever do a drug? But when I got to San Francisco over a year or so, just going to middle school and even high school, like, ev drugs are everywhere. Everyone has drugs. And half the time, you don't have to pay for these things. Gnarly. It's there. It's everywhere. It's a port city. There's so much shit coming into that city. It's just... Dude, team captains used to deal out the most drugs. It's so funny, like, New Bedford, same thing, in Port City, the drugs come off the boats. All the bars down by the docks. Gnarly. Oh, dude, there's so much fucking coke probably in that city, it's probably ridiculous. Yeah, it's getting gnarly, but it, it, it's, New Bedford itself is, the downtown area has gotten pretty sick, with, like, young people starting businesses and doing Good. sick shit yeah. like that. That's yeah, stoke me out. Drugs is a crazy one. That one's, like, they, drugs, the drug war, and, like, the fact that drugs is like sugar, caffeine, they just use one word for every substance, you know, and it's all drugs. Yeah. There's all drugs. Yeah. But like, so, so like, heroin's pretty gnarly, coke's pretty gnarly, fucking, you know, weed. And then like, people fucking eat so much sugar. We have like obesity problem too. So like, sugar's like one of the gnarliest drugs. But they get like, yeah, it's insane. There's so many... Uh, America is, like, the most obese country, I believe. I'm going to have to look it up after this, but, like, sugar, for sure. I'm pretty sure. Here we are. We have so many more people than most places. I'm sure that we have so many more fat people. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and plus, it, like I said, it's easy here. Kids aren't born straight into the fields, like, go work, go bust your knuckles up. Nothing. They're sitting around, especially nowadays. I, I watch it. These kids just sit around in their house. They play their game. Not, I mean, I play games all the time, my video games, but they just, just sit in their house and eat, dude. You bring them out to throw the ball with them or do anything. They can't even fucking toss a ball correctly. Yeah. They kick. They can't fucking run. They don't know how to wrestle. They can't. They can't do nothing. Like boy, you just you know how you would just go in the streets and learn how to do stuff. Yeah. They can't do any of it. They don't know how to do it. All they know how to do is load up, boot up, download, and talk shit. It's all at their fingertips, James. A fat dude. <laughs> They're so fat, it's ridiculous. There's way, there's a lot of that portion, population, for sure. <laughs> I, I agree, man. One of my biggest pet peeves, like, I hate, I hate it. It's hard if you don't go out and make mistakes and fucking test yourself physically, because then you don't know what you are. You don't really know who, what you're made out of. So if you just sit around all day and consume and never actually get out and, like, create. I get it, yeah, there's no, I couldn't be in the house. Yeah. No, I had to be outside. And it's crazy. There's a lot of there's a lot of wealth of knowledge you can learn just from making mistakes and then surviving it. Like I don't know, when you start at the bottom and you learn from the bottom up, it's like you fucking. Oh yeah, every mistake teaches you the way to go. Have you, you know, not to make it again? Especially if it's something you don't like, you you won't do that shit again unless you're stupid. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> it's funny because it's like skating too. You know, like skating is the same process. You're trying to film a trick and get a trick, and you fucking the same idea. You know, you just go at it. And you just keep adjusting till you find a way that works. It's kind of the same. That's what I tell fools all the time. Ask me how to do a trick, and I'll show them lightweight the basic, the basic like secret to the trick. But I tell them all you gotta do is just keep doing that shit over and over and over, and either your brain's gonna figure it out or it's gonna tell you not to do that trick. Yeah, yeah. If it's not good for your style, sometimes some tricks just don't work for certain body types and shit like that. They don't. You're right. Well, 
What you what you got that? What are you swerving around? Huh? I'll show in the police car. Oh, sick. <laughs> um, on that, what's a trick that's hard for you? That just doesn't work. Shit. Gnarly heel flips. Really? That's such a fun one. You're missing out, bro. <laughs> I used to have it, dude. I used to be able to crack my tail on purpose with that trick. What? Sick. I could just focus my tail with it, and then I could never do gnarly flips. I learned gnarly flips, and gnarly heel flips have been gone. And this is since the Barcadero days. Gnarly flips have been gone since then. I can't, I can't gnarly heel flip. God, bummer. I don't even understand how to do it. Like, I gnarly, and then I try to flip it, and it just goes, bleh! <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I I'm, I'm almost thinking that my bad ankle just that ankle does not it won't do what it needs to do. Why you hurt that ankle? Uh, they're both destroyed, but yeah. Well, one second, James. I'm gonna shut my window. There, someone's mowing their lawn. Bastards. Well, I'm not mad. I mean, I want their properties to look good. <laughs> I'm on mine here in a few days. <laughs> nice. Wait. Looking all right right now. Yeah, you just mowed it. Yeah, it ain't bad. Can you see it out there, a little side yard action? Yeah, not too bad, dude. Out there, it ain't growing too big yet. Got my fire pit back there. Got my other trees and my bushes all back there chilling. Solid, solid. Got lucky with the double lot. Yeah, that's so sick. A backyard's like the sickest fucking thing. Oh, dude, I love this shit. Why, when I first came back here to visit, I came here because my little brother had got killed, and I come back to visit, and I was like, dude, I'm moving back here. This is what I, I want. This. I was tired of living in the tenderloin and heroin needles everywhere and people breaking in your cars. And now I just got, I live in a straight up leave it to beaver neighborhood. There's no crime almost at all. <laughs> nice. That makes me happy. That makes me happy. I've been here 16 years. Then I leave my bike and skateboards and shit like in the front yard. And I've had three bikes stolen. Neither. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty, that's pretty good. Yeah, not bad at all. That's a good. I was thinking that ain't bad at all. <laughs> well, so what what happened with your brother, man? I, I've had loss too, man, in family. So I, what happened? It's horrible, man. He um he got shot up by his brother-in-law. What? Really? Yeah, his brother-in-law was a mental patient, and he was locked up in a mental home for some weird shit he did. I can't remember what. And then they released him, and he come to them talking about, "Yo, can I stay with you?" And my brother was like, "Yeah, all right, words." Dude, it's a movie. If I told you the whole story right now, you'd shit. It goes so much further. Go, oh go. Oh my god, why is my battery going to twenty percent? I'm gonna have to plug in. I had it at a hundred. Yeah, plug plug in if you got it. But gun here in a minute. But anyway, he had told that guy had been in the house like talking to himself and acting weird and doing weird shit. And my brother had told him like, hey, you know, I understand and all, but chill out with fucking talking to yourself and shit. My kids here, like my wife, your sister, like fuck that shit. Don't do it anymore. So he got mad about that, and they argued. And a few days later, my brother told him, like, look, you've been here for a year. You have, you gave him a certain amount of days to a certain date. I forget what it was. Well, no, I don't, because I remember it's the day he died, March March 14th, March 15th, the eyes of March or whatever. Whoa. That same day. Yeah, so he comes home that day that he told the guy he had to have a job by that day. He comes home, and his house is fucking locked up, like boarded up. He can't get in. He's with the little kid. So he, and they just came back from softball practice. He tells the kid, like, go around there and see what the fuck's going on, man. Like, and he goes and looks through the window, comes back and tells Jason, my little brother. He's like, yo, Uncle Jason's in there. That guy's name was Jason also. He's like, Uncle Jason's in there. And he's got a gun. And so my brother, an ex-Marine, is like, man, what the fuck, dude? Keeps bounding on the door like, hey, open the fucking door. I'm going to fuck you up. Dude gets in somehow as soon as he gets in the house the dude just he has this semi-automatic rifle and just starts shooting the guy holy shit so my 
from the story, he shot him 12 times. There's 13 holes in his body. One was an exit hole. My brother, from what I had heard, kept chasing this dude around. And the dude is just backpedaling, unleashing into him. Chases him out into the yard. He unloads about five more into him. He shot him 12 times, and he just falls over in the front yard. Gnarly. So they get him to the hospital, and they're working on his chest, thinking that's where they need to work. But he, he ended up bleeding out his belly. Gnarly. They cut some fucking artery in there. So, yeah, they ended up catching the dude. They found some notes and shit about how he was in this house, about how he was going to... Dude, I went to that house to pick up his stuff. There was, like, holes in the wall where he was shooting at him and missing. Anyway. 13. They find these notes about how he's going to go kill his mom and his other sister and his dad. Really? They go down there and they're waiting on him. He never shows up. They go back to my brother's house. They're scoping the shit out. I swear to God, the dude shows up. They let him go in the house and everything. They bum rush in there and get him. He's getting more weapons. And they arrested the guy. And he, they, they took him to court and whatnot. And they found him fucking insane again. So he's in an insane asylum? Yeah, and the judge said that he, they're just going to... The judge was a female, and she was pissed and said, well, she told my mother, well, I'm going to do everything in my power to keep him strapped to a gurney for the rest of his life on so much medication that he can't even talk. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, that's fucked up. Yo, first, I just want to say sorry that that fucking was part of your life. God damn it. It was gnarly. Dude, he was poisoning the food and the Kool-Aid. And was impersonating my little brother online to my other brother for months. Fuck. It's like a movie, dude. <laughs> how do you, how do you, like, and, see, dude, James, that's the shit I'm talking about. Like, when you go through something like that, how do you simulate into normal society? Because you have to kind of tell that story to make sense of why you're, you know, why you're out there. Because I feel like I was out there for a long time, like, doing a lot of crazy shit, just living kind of crazy and being a crazy person in my mind. Yeah, I could it could have easily died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I've, I've had depression. Oh, just Fred. Oh, go ahead. My bad. No, I've had like depression and like thoughts, like crazy shit like that. But it stems from this stuff you yeah, talk about. Exactly the shit you've been through. Yeah, it yeah. Just got me to the point where like I just feel like at ease, even man. Yeah. Yeah, I just do this bullshit nowadays, and I'm just like, whatever. Everything's cool. Yeah, that's that. If it you works, no, it's not. You can't like stress yourself out. I'm gonna go plug in just in case. Please do, please do. Yeah, I mean, daily. Oh my God, there goes Ollie the the, the rabbit. Oh nice. <laughs> oh, you got animals? Uh not mine, but yeah, my whole house is my whole skateboard company is based after my yard animals. Nice. And my girlfriend. We got all. Uh, we got rabbits, squirrels, my cats. Yes. The whole fucking shit. It's retarded. That's so solid. That's such a good I idea. I feed the birds and all the wild animals. <laughs> animals are the best. That's what the backyards for, man. I got we got a gopher. We got fucking tons of birds. Like when I go in the backyard, it's like a symphony. Am I good? Am yeah, I you're good. Damn, what's that? Is that your Raiders board in the background too? Oh yeah, yeah. That's sick. It's, I like it. It's a little shithead board I made. What's that in the right? Is that mo is that mo uh who's that on the um picture next to it? Mother Mary, or, uh... Yeah, Mother Mary over here, and there's Jesus. Nice. And there's Jesus down there. Nice, nice. Jesus in there, too. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jesus is an alien, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up, I grew up really liking religion, because it, it, it had, like, a lot of positive, positive people and structure. I really enjoyed religion. I never really became, like, a full, like, I'm religious, but, like, I've gained a lot. Yeah, I mean, neither. Yeah, I gained a lot from it, though. 
I mean, I'm religious in a different way. I'm not religious like, say, those people that go to church. They don't even like talking to me about my religion. We're a bunch of fucking alien hybrids. That's a whole other story. All these stories about... Uh, hold on. Here we go. Uh, yeah, all these stories we get in all these different religions that even came out before the Bible... Those are the ones I go with. Like I'm, I'm a, like I'm with the Sumerians and the, the Sumerian text and all that kind of shit. And they talk about Jesus, but Jesus was a fucking alien. Yeah, crazy. Like we're the only, we're the only species on this planet that doesn't belong here. Like think about it. Like you got to jam nutrients down when we're babies. You got to jam nutrients down our throat and not even expose us to the sun. Almost and like we're just gonna die. We can't live. <laughs> Yeah, like we're not meant for this spot. <laughs> I don't even believe that we're meant to be here. <laughs> Fuck it. But, but it's all trip, yeah. <laughs> like I pray all the time and I do all this other weird shit, but it's like, we're aliens, dude. I, I pray too, I pray. I don't know who I'm praying to, but like I definitely like take You're a... moment. creator. Yeah, I take a moment to say thank you and, and, and ask for guidance, you know, that type of stuff. Bro, the quantum physics scientists nowadays have been running these news. You know how the quantum physics idiots run the the, Her- the CERN collider and all do all that math, smashing shit together. They, yeah, dude. They say that the new math flat out says that not only is there a great creator after him, there are multiple creators, and that we truly, honestly, do live in a matrix. Yeah. Look this shit up. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> the most renowned scientists, like the guys. That Japanese dude from SF, you know the guy with the gray long hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, he said we were created by a great creator inside of a matrix. And inside of that matrix, everything you could, your brain could ever imagine is real or it wouldn't, you couldn't imagine it. And there are multiple creators after the great creator. Yeah, that's a trip and it could very well be true. It, why not? Hey, I'm down. <laughs> I gotta plug in. <laughs> I'm down. I like it. I like I'm it. I'm down. Fuck it. None of it matters. <laughs> All right, so everyone, you'll find out when you die. Yeah, <laughs> that's where the answers come from. There's either gonna be all kind of answers or nothing. Yeah, I agree with that one because it's kind of like it. when the time comes, you, you, why stress it now? Because when it happens, you'll figure exactly. it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like my little Zen book says, it says there's no worry, there's no reason to ever be worried or stressed out. Really, I mean, of course you stress if your family's sick, but it's simple as this: if there's a problem and you can fix it, well, there's nothing to worry about. If there's a problem and you can't fix it, well, once again, there ain't nothing to fucking worry about. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> yeah, so everything's cool. You're just chilling. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only thing is you got to make sure that you keep moving because some people don't well, move. Well, no, yeah. Yeah. That's For sure. you got to have your free will and make your own decisions and do all that stuff, but yeah. Do, do you have kids? No. No. Do, do, you ever, do you ever think you will have kids? No. Just off the plate, not doing it? Yeah, I'm good. You I mean, I could, I could have had it, and it would have been fun, and I like, I like father figuring kids and being nice to them and shit. But I'm just, uh, I'm selfish. Yeah. I want to just keep doing what I'm doing, and I ain't got time to fuck with that. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> it's crazy. You know, and I think the world's overpopulated, and I can't stand people having like all these babies they can't afford to have in the first place. Yeah, yeah, that happens for sure. That's like a have lot. Have a child, have two maybe even, but come on. Oh, I got four kids. Yeah, that's a lot of the projects is like people having kids when they haven't, they're still kids. They haven't even figured their own shit out, and they're creating life. Uh, you were talking yeah. about creators. Everyone's a creator for sure. <laughs> yeah, there you go. 
<laughs> that's what I was asking because I'm like, I like the same. I don't, I don't. We, we don't plan on having kids either. I've thought about it. I don't know. It's terrifying to me because I know how, like, as you, you know how off the rails life can get. <laughs> how precious. Oh, gnarly. Imagine having a kid and that fucker having some kind of terminal disease or something. I was talking about that yesterday. <laughs> Freak the fuck out! Probably start burning shit down. <laughs> Because I would feel as if it was unfair and fuck everybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like my neighbor across the street. Yeah, he just had a kid. Oh my god, so many issues, man. Yeah, yeah. people got to. It's nonstop. Yeah, some people are great though. I I will admit, I've seen some parents and they crush it. Like I do a lot of skateboard lessons. Yeah, I do a lot of skateboard lessons, and the kids that come in, it seems like their parents. They got a little bit of dough. They got jobs. They do a good job of, like, staying with their kids and being attentive and, like... Oh, yeah. I'm not saying they ain't out there. Yeah, there's mass good parents, dude. Yeah, it's just a new concept. It's a dope. <laughs> just, yeah, it's a dope. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but not for me. Not for me. <laughs> well, so I wanted to get back to skating. Like, did you get a travel? Did you get a lot of travel and get money out of skating? Like, did you get a try? Did, did all that come, or...? I got all my traveling and stuff, but, um... As far as money, nah, I won't go too far into any of them stories. I got paid pretty good at certain amount of times, but also a certain amount of times I wasn't getting long stories. Yeah, like, long Yeah, I wasn't getting what I was supposed to get because I was supposed to get it later, shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Helping me out style, you know what I mean? Because they knew I was just going to spend it. Yeah, yeah. Damn, so, but you got to travel. America. I kept. Ref- I refused to travel to Europe. Why? Why? I wouldn't go. They were even wasting money buying me tickets, and I wouldn't go, dude. And they would talk about they were going to take it out of my check, and I'll tell them, Nah, no, you're not. Because <laughs> oh, I don't like it. I used, I get motion sickness on planes and shit, and and just I I don't like it. So you won't get on a plane? No, I will. I'll fly around, but I wasn't going to get on no plane for 15 hours or 12 hours or whatever. I just won't do it. It's too much. It's heavy. Yeah, they tried to get me to go a few times. Even had me drive out to weird places and get tickets, and I just, you know, I just wouldn't show up. I wouldn't go. <laughs> just what it, James is going to do what James want to do, motherfuckers. <laughs> hey, I wasn't having none of it. <laughs> you know. Oh, will you pause me? I think you have to hit unpause. Reconnecting. We'll wait. I might have to call him back. Damn, James is the fucking man. So cool. <laughs> Let me try and call him back. I'll ring him back right now and see if it works. Sorry, this happens sometimes. It's not a perfect system. But it was working really good, the recording. I might be able to edit some of this out, but... I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe I'll just keep talking. Damn, this is sick. Heavy, but sick. I'm gonna try to call them back again. That one didn't work. Maybe if I close it out and then open it up again and try. I think his phone might have died because he kept saying that. He kept being like, oh, I gotta plug it in. And then I don't know if he ever did because I got him talking about some stuff out there. Some heavy shit. So maybe it needs a second. There we go. He's calling me, I think. Or I'm calling him. I don't know. Saturday. I'm going to the Connecticut. To New London, I think. My homie, the Hive Skate Shop, Charlie. He's going to throw a skate jam. It's going to be sick. A lot of cool stuff popping off. 
I don't know if anyone's listening that's uh, from around this area, but let me um, I'm gonna come right back. All right, we're back. There we go. All right, I want to make sure it's still steady going. Damn. So let's get into like your daily nowadays, man. What's your what's your daily what's your routine? All right, you ready for me to break this down? I'm down. Yeah, you sit there. I wake up. I make my coffee. Solid. I go, I go in the living room. Well, this is just for these months, uh, particular months. Things could they switch up all the time. But right now, I wake up, I make my coffee, go in the living room. I pop in my MLB, the show 17 baseball game. Nice. And then, and then I go in there with my coffee while I'm waking up. I'm smoking too. I love it, man. It helps me. <laughs> yeah, I have to. I have to. Even though I get anxiety sometimes. I have to smoke. Yeah, I like the anxiety. It's kind of controlled anxiety because yeah. you do it to yourself. <laughs> and then I, I play my little game for a minute till about 10.30ish or so. And then I start getting the cat. I have six cats. Nice, some solid. Of them, some of them are special needs fuckers. They get insulin shots and medicine and pills and shit. And so I get their food and all that shit ready, get my girl's coffee ready, go up, wake her up, give her a coffee, turn on the TV, take care of my cats, come back downstairs, kick it, smoke weed. Listen to music, play video games. Nice. Call my friend Matt, see what time we're going to meet up to go skate. That's him right there, by the way. Yeah, what up, man? Hell yeah. <laughs> He's a fucking hippie. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, here, heavy question. Do you got What's the cat's names? I have Button and Zipper, Mary Jane, Beauregard, <laughs> Raider, and Oliver. Damn. <laughs> it, is it, does it feel packed with six of them running around? basically retarded and gross. Yeah, it's pretty filthy. <laughs> Cats are filthy little bastards. They keep themselves clean, but they leave the house a mess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I got two dogs. I got a long-haired uh, miniature dachshund. Wiener. All right, tight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, wiener dog, long hair. It's and super dope. I love them. They're hella friendly. Yeah, super awesome. Elwood's the, his name's Elwood, and he's the fucking man. I named him after my father. It's awesome. All right, nice. And then I have Emma... And Emma's like a mixed, she's like, um, I don't know, Boston Terrier mixed with like a little pit bull or something. She got shoulders on her and she likes to headbutt oh. the shit out of Elwood. <laughs> yeah. Buff bitch. yeah, she's young and he's like older, so she's got like a lot of energy and she's still kind of puppyish. So yeah. she just beats on him and he's a little du dude already, so fucked he's up. Like, Come on, man. But he's, <laughs> he still tries to hump the shit out of her, even though she'll just submit him real quick. He still goes in and tries to get it, you know? Yeah, he's down. I fought. <laughs> Ready. My lady wanted to chop off his boys, and I was like, I don't know. I kind of fought for them, and we still got him, so. Yeah, he's a dog. You don't have to get rid of them things. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, yeah, on them cats, though, you got to get rid of those fucking bastards. Really? Dude, they're beasts. If you don't cut their nuts off, they turn into little heathens. Like, they'll fuck shit up, or like, they'll yeah, keep breeding? Fucking... They're rude, yeah. They'll piss on shit, tear shit down, try to fucking attack you by your face. <laughs> you had some that issues? testosterone running through them. They're fucking freaks, dude. Yeah, they're gnarly. Like, they... I get them snipped up real quick now. Like, if I get a cat that has balls, out of here. Get out. You don't feel no sort of way about it? Huh? You don't feel any way about it? Like, fuck it, they're gone. Don't need them. Nah, not with the cats. Nope. Fair enough. The way they do it now with that little laser... Dude was in and out in like 15 minutes. Couldn't even tell they touched him. Didn't have any nuts. <laughs> 2,000. Instantly, instantly nicer cats, dude. Like if they're mean, it's because of their balls. No shit. 
But I bet you because you cut their balls off, they get so fucking sad, they just don't do nothing. They just sit there like... They're just docile, <laughs> docile creatures. <laughs> I'm a shell of a man. <laughs> Feels like a punt. Yeah, I don't have any cats. Oh, are you eunuch? Say it again. You there? You're breaking up on me. Oh, okay, hold on. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Alright, cool, we're connected. What'd you say, eunuch? Eunuch. What's that? Isn't that one of them people that get their dicks cut off? Oh, shit, maybe. That's Those church-going weirdos from back in the day, like in Egypt, and they would stand there, and the girls would walk by them with their titties out, and then they wouldn't even get boners. Ooh. No, it's not they would get something done, like, yeah, 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 like, remember that old movie, um... Nah, who knows, I can't remember the name, fuck it. But yeah, eunuchs are dudes where they, like, they get their penises cut off and shit. Whoa, that's so heavy, fuck that. That's how they made all that up. Well, you can look it up later and find out. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, but either way, they'd have to kill me before they chop my nuts off, yeah, for sure. I believe, but that's what, I, like, in my mind, that's a eunuch's a person that got his shit cut off. Yeah, I think you, I think you might be right on that. Like just, ancient, like, Greek shit or something. <laughs> that's crazy, that's a reality, or that was a reality. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, the Mayans used to fucking, um, used to bleed their penises. Believe they were a penis? No, they would bleed their penises. Oh, bleed their penises, fuck! <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> Yo, that, what? Why? Do you know why? Because they're beasts. <laughs> no one knows what them fools are doing. They're killing babies. But <laughs> like, yeah, we wanted to worry about their calendar. <laughs> uh, dude, it gives someone, it gives people something to talk about, you know? I know. <laughs> we kill our babies, but our calendar's good. <laughs> so gnarly. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, that shit trips me out. I, like, kind of follow some of those rabbit holes, and I didn't get too deep into them after a while. Some of those stories. I should, though. Trip me out a lot. There's a few good ones out there. I'd go with a couple of them. Is there um any parks near your house? Gay parks? Yeah, all over the place. What do you Stacked got? What's your, what's your routine? Where you hit? If I go to a park, it's usually this place called Local Skate Park. It used to be called Sessions. Nice. It's like 20 minutes away. It's an indoor park, though, so it gets hot. Nice. And there's, we have, seriously, like how many? Like seven outdoor parks or something. And nice. then we have Ollie's. Like, we have so many parks, it's ridiculous. But I basically won't hardly ever even go to them. <laughs> like, fuck it. Too crowded? Nah, just... I just go skate the curbs and stuff. Yeah, hell yeah. That's fun as hell. <laughs> yeah, I just go cruise around, skate curbs, and do shit. I will go to the park, though, and I do have fun there. But it's not like... Yeah, okay. I try not to. There's no Embarcadero of today? No. Nothing. We were trying to make, me and my friend here, Matt, we were trying to make this spot downtown called Shapes. Nice. We're trying to turn it into a little spot like that, but you just gotta, there's not enough stuff around. I gotta skate hella far to get a coffee. Yeah. Everything's closed on the weekend, it's whack. How do you like your, <laughs> how do you like your coffee, though? With that, um, with that, uh, vanilla cream in it. <laughs> nice. You go for it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like that, too. I just don't go for it. <laughs> I ain't ready for black coffee yet, I guess. I mean, I can drink it if there's nothing around, but I put a couple of those little those little blue capsules. You see them in the gas station, those little blue, couple of them little fuckers in there, and I'm good to go. Yeah. I yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's not good for you. Yeah, but I'm not judging. I eat Reese's on the, like, I'll fuck them up, for real. There you go. So yeah, good. So good. <laughs> yeah, we cool. <laughs> Uh, we got a we got an indoor park here in Massachusetts. It's called the Edge Indoor Skate Park, and that's like yeah, I know that spot. In the winters, man, it's so clutch for real. I yeah, I know the Edge. I've heard of it. Yeah, that place like is like our sanctuary. It's like our. It was one of my favorite places I ever been. Oh, you been there? 
Yeah, I don't like some of the Boston people, but you know, that's just because we're different. But yeah. Boston was sick, and I do though. I appreciate them. Hell yeah. I ran into them where I'm just like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I'm sure anywhere you run into different cities, you're like that. You're like, come on. Like the first time New York kids were coming to Embarcadero, I swear to God, I want to strangle every fucking one of them. Of course, of course. <laughs> All that loud talking, one shut up, talking fast as fuck, nonstop, like little. Brrrr. I was like, what is wrong with you kids? Man? It's because they're in the they're they're in the capital of the world, supposedly. Exactly, they're yeah. living in the biggest, gnarliest place ever. Sick. Yeah, the concrete yeah, jungle. But yeah, we ended up loving all those guys. Yeah, for sure. It's probably just clash of strong personalities, you know, loudmouths for sure. Totally. <laughs> like, why this fool's over here talking big? Hold up, now. <laughs> nah, we got along good. But dude, we went when we went to Boston. Tell me where this is at. It's a, I guess it's in Boston. It's like this dock pier city. Dude, where the fuck is the hotel where they... It's the Boston Harbor. That hotel where the fucking... Where they dumped the tea. Yeah, yeah, gnarly, right? Right there, the hotel, you know, it looks like a mansion. It's right there on the end. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. Dude, we stayed in it. What? Sick. We got the car taken away from us. Really? Oh, uh, not from the hotel, from Rio. They they, they turned it off for a while after that one. Oh, they were like, yeah, you guys are just balling out of control. You fucked up. We got the top spot that wasn't even like a hotel. It was like a house. <laughs> it had rooms and living rooms and bedrooms and a whole kitchen. And we tore the whole bar down and the whole entire refrigerator. And yeah. Celebration, though. Hard work, celebration, though. It was one of the best spots i ever seen, though. It's like the whole te- that whole little area is built on, like, little wooden stairs and pillars and shit. Yeah, it's like when the people just came over from Europe and they just settled there and then they just Built fucking... Built some shit right there on the sand. Yeah, then they just perfected it and keeps going. That city is like... I love Boston. It's a really good city. Dope. There's so many schools, too. They have some of the craziest schools in the fucking world are out of Boston. Skating? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I love skating Boston. Like, me and Westgate been skating Boston every weekend, pretty much. Like, just going... Brandon on. Westgate? Yeah, yeah. You, have you ever met Brandon? I don't know if I have or not. He would be younger than me. Yeah, he's... he's I for sure know who he is. Yeah, he's younger than me. He's like f- four years younger than me, but... We grew like up... America? Say it again? America? Yeah. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. he... I grew up skating with him. He's like, um... Just a little powerhouse. Dude, kills it. must it. be dumb, because I don't catch on to hardly any people like that that I don't know of. Well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So somehow, because I know exactly who Brandon Westgate is and his shoe sponsor. Yeah. But you can name a bunch of other people and I have no clue who these idiots are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah Brand- Brandon's like one of a kind for sure. Like he even runs a whole fucking cranberry bog. Like he's he he just took on his dad's trade and he bought a house with like eight like cranberries. Cranberry bog? Acres of cranberry bogs and he just like, Fuck off. Dude he brought he brings all he asks us all to help him. We go and fucking I bet. Yeah, we push it all. We gather the cranberries and shit. It's pretty sick. He needs to make a juice. Yeah, no, we we try Westgate cranberries. You should. I think they have a website. Make a fucking juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. I see. I've been skating Boston with him. We've been just lurking out into the city and just driving around, finding spots. We get link up with our homie Tim Savage, and he knows the spots and. Just been filming like crazy. It's so fun. I got this little GoPro with a Karma grip, so it's like a st- oh, yeah? stabilizer. So I just fucking trail behind Westgate, like, and it's just you can move the shit a lot, and it's dy- dynamic because there's no blur or nothing. So it's stabilized. Uh, yeah, 
Yeah, it's so fun though. I'm like this. I just want to do this forever. I want to go to every city and I want to skate through the cities and film all the shit. We come to we, we should come to Boston and then you should come to Cincinnati. Yes, we have to work on this. This is a goal. That would be dope. You, we're already closer to that happening because you mentioned it. You know what I mean? It's now it's yeah, out there. Yeah. <laughs> it's out. Damn stones and plays, <laughs> I've been talking about trying to get out to Cincinnati for a while because I know there's stuff out there to skate for sure. Yeah, it's a rugged little spot. We got some shit. <laughs> so. Let's let's get into your brand. So how did it come to be? Why did you like? What sparked the idea? And in all honesty, though, like I, like I said, I'll just be serious about it all. I I had contemplated a few times, and this wasn't the right time. Yeah. And then I swear to God, I don't remember exactly what like made it snap. But I'm downstairs looking at magazines, watching videos, and I was just like, it might have been boredom, even, dude. Nice. I don't know. I went upstairs and I looked at Leanne. I was like, start a company. And she was like, what? Really? Do it. And I was like, yeah, I'm tired of fucking around. I was like, I just want to play with skateboarding. Yeah. So I'm going to do it the rest of my life. I'm just sitting here doing nothing. I was like, all I, all I did was act like I was a 16-year-old skater. I'd get up, eat cereal, smoke weed, play games, go skate, come home. <laughs> That's it. Every day. And I don't plan on ever doing nothing else. And then so I was just like, man, I want to have like... And I didn't start it to be like a company like... I even said on my first post, like, I'm not here to ride the wave. I just want to chill on the beach. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, like, I'm, not, I'm not trying to, like, everyone's like, how are you going to compete with blah, blah, blah? And I was like, I'm not competing with anyone. I'm competing with the front porch, man. I'm competing with myself. Like, I'm not, we're not here for none of that. I'm not trying to, nothing. I just want to have it. It's almost like a garage company you and your friends made, and you stencil some shit on your grip tape. Yeah. I Depths, a few people that own skate shops know me because I used to do backside tail slides. And so I just made it a little easy. And so I can just, it's just, I don't know. It's just here and I just let it slide. I think it, I think it's an important, important position to play. I think the people that have like dedicated their lives to skateboarding should have a little piece of it, a little ownership, just in the sense that like, cause then you can contribute, you know, you take responsibility for a little, little piece of skateboarding. And it's more than fun. My favorite part is just like, you know, just the looks like hooking kids up, like the people's faces, having that little, little crew you hang out with even though sometimes it's like father figure style or like i'm the high school coach or i'm the i'm the principal yeah but, but still all it, that's washed away with all the stuff that i love yeah yeah it's a yeah, i i go through some of that too but it's just like it's the community you know what i mean you, you all love skateboarding evolved more yeah yeah we're all growing through skateboarding that's how i feel i feel like skateboarding made me who i am i'm sure you can relate for sure oh uh, yeah that's that's all i am yeah, it's fucked up. <laughs> uh, I can do a lot of other things. Like I'm very, like it doesn't matter. I can do most of it. I like but I'm a, I'm a skateboarder, man. Hell yeah, and I like that you take you take a responsibility on in Detroit because running a small business isn't easy. And there's like not a no, lot. Fuck, it's a lot of work you don't want to do all the time. <laughs> yeah, dude, I hardly do anything at all. Yeah, but staying in business is the hardest part. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Not the hardest part. It's not hasn't been hard yet, but it's been extremely hard. It's very hard to explain. I don't even know how to say it. Yeah. It depends on how I'm feeling that day. Like yeah. what I feel like I'm expecting out of this. And sometimes I think my expectations go past where I want that they should be and I'm like I'm a fool. And so when I realize that's happening and then everything go everything just clears up and I go, dude, everything's fucking perfect. Yeah. 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 Perfect. I don't need to start ordering more boards because it's a new year than I'm already ordering. I don't have to call eight hundred thousand shops with people I never met before trying to spiel to them like, Oh, I'm James, uh, I used to skate for real. Um <laughs> I got some good boards. <laughs> like yeah. So basically I don't do nothing, man. Yeah. 
I don't do anything. It's all word of mouth. Like, my friend will see me skate. Nah, what's that? Oh, my oh, man. And then, we, like, he gets in the shop or it don't. Like, and then most of my shop guys that we, like, we don't even do emails and shit. I just flat out, we just talk on the phone and text, man. Nice. It's very personal. It's awesome. I tell them I don't like the other route. Like, I don't even deal with the guys that only will email. I just, just the dudes who we, like, text back and forth and know each other and talk. Nice. And it's, it's working out all right. Yeah, that's... And of course, I could try to do better and add 50, 100 shops. Like, people have thousands of shops, you know what I'm saying? Add all these extra, call people I don't know, but it don't seem... It doesn't seem right to me. Like, I don't even have a website because I don't want to sell skateboards. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> off, off the website, like, only in skate shops. Gnarly, right, that's got, cool. Or you got to come to my porch. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Um, That's sick. That's cool that you're able to reach out to people. When I first started my skateboard brand, I did the same thing. It was, like, organic, like, call people, just like, hey, this is the mission statement, like... We're gonna do this regardless, you know. But like, let's all work. Yeah. Let's work together and like build cool shit together. And uh, it's funny those shops are still like they're the best ones. All the jams and all, everything we do, like the community stuff. community yeah. of skateboarding is so sick. It's deep, man. It's good. <laughs> That's cool. I, I barely advertise and I advertise in low card, just a little small one. That's tight. But I don't do any other advertising, not even online or nothing. So some places. It's just harder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like New York. I can't sell a fucking hella cool board out of New York if my life depended on I bet you can now. I bet you can now. I bet someone buys one now just because. I would love that. I love New York. I have two shops I call all the time. I won't stop harassing them even though they flat out told me like, I can't sell your shit, James. I still love you, but I can't sell your stuff. That's fine. I still call them like just, I always say stuff like just in case. (laughs) (laughs) You never know. Just just a small sample, you know, like have it there. Options. Nice. Yeah, totally. But then again, other places I thought no one would give a shit. Like, like, uh, you know how when big cities have their own scenes. Yeah. Like my boards do, I don't know how good they do, but I keep getting, like, Chicago, Philadelphia. Nice. Like, all these spots, like, I would figure would just be like, ah, fuck anyone's company that's not from around here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But somehow I keep, like, seeing kids ride my boards out there, and the, the shops that buy them still buy the same stuff that they always buy. That's such a cool thing to see someone riding, riding the board, you know? You're like, what? That fucking trips me out still to this I day. It gets me hyped as shit. As soon as I show up somewhere, and if I, I pay it. Well, my concave's so dope, I can see that shit a mile away. But anyway, because <laughs> I get to the spot, I'll be like, look. <laughs> I don't even have to see the graphic of that. Look what he's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sick, dude. Um, And I'm hyped. I'm hyped, dude, because I I think people like you should fucking do it. It's cool, you know, instead of someone who doesn't live it. Because, like, at least the expression that you put out there is going to be authentic. Because skateboarding, like, you grew up skating. It's you. It's yeah. It's in you. So, like... You should. All I do, I go out and skate almost every single day. I just fuck with it. I just go skate. No matter what I do, I go home feeling like I accomplished something. Do Do you have flow homies? Do you have anyone that you give boards to on the regs? Got a whole fat ass team. That my team's way too big. (laughs) I love all of them. Dude, I was talking to some other companies that are big. They're not as big as say Deluxe or something, but they're pretty big company. Yeah. Been talking to these people about how many boards they order, how big's their team, how much shit they give away. And I come to find out, like, oh, my God, dude. I give away shit like I'm fucking, like, making hundreds of thousands of dollars. <laughs> I ain't making nothing. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I had a guy tell me he gets 100 promo boards for every 2,400 boards he orders. Whoa, gnarly. I only order 500 boards, and I'd be giving out, like, 78 boards. Yeah, you're like... 
for every 500. <laughs> yeah, you're giving it away then. <laughs> yeah, dude, I got a team. I hook them up. But sometimes I, I, I make them ride them out. Sometimes if it really gets to where I, I let them know, like, got to remember who we are, dude, and I make them give me like 25 bucks. <laughs> Fair enough. Sometimes hey, they tighten the belt. Can't go, out, can't go out of fucking business. Yeah. A lot of the homies, I say, if you can, you know, 25 bucks is good. You make a little bu- money and they're helping out, you know. Everyone gets a little... Exactly, you get a board for hella cheap, and I I made my little five seven dollars, whatever it is at that moment. It's nice, hell yeah, yeah. James. <laughs> and you have website, or you said you don't have a website, but you're on Instagram. Yeah, I fuck with Instagram. That's it. What is it? Give it a shout out. Oh, at hella cool SBC. Hell yeah, skateboard. Hey, Instagram's cheating lately. When they find out you're a business, if you don't pay the boost, they're blocking your views. Those son of a bitches. Cause dude, I get more views on my personal page now. Yeah, and that's... Hella cool. And Hella Cool used to be like five times the amount of views than my personal page. And as soon as they sent me this business fucking link, no matter what I post on there, don't nobody see it. Yeah, they, they have Facebook. It's Facebook owns Instagram. Yeah, so I just... When I post... So I just go post shit on my own page now most of the time. Yeah, they're trying to find a way to make a profit off of what they exactly. created. They send me these things like boost. They want me to boost. It's a little green button. You give them your credit card information and they'll boost you. They give you back your population. They take your population away from you. Sound kind of dirty the way you said it. Boost. (laughs) (laughs) James. It is dirty, the fucking bastards. It's a (laughs) ripoff. Is there there anything else you want to leave on or end on? Fuck. Heavy. It's a hard one. (laughs) Just, um... On some skater shit, man. Just enjoy yourselves and and don't go too far. <laughs> yeah. Don't be no cook. Skating ain't about like I don't know how you even explain that to people. That's my main thing. I think when I look at skating now, it's like it's not about what it. The image that I see out there is it doesn't make me happy. Yeah. How so? Are people skating for fun anymore? I mean, there are a bunch of them, but is the main population of skateboarders skating for fun, or are they skating? Because they're feeling like they're going to get some shit out of it. Ooh, that's a good question. That's a good question. Would they still be doing the go skate every day and, 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 and even degress when the time comes for nothing? Yeah. Like when, when no one's giving them nothing? Yeah. Like the or whole, they're not striving to get something? The whole, the whole gambit. Like, time is always the ultimate test with that one. Because I, yeah. I teach skateboard lessons, so I introduce people to skateboarding like little kids all the time. And my main goal is to make sure they have a good experience and have fun. Yeah, that's all it's about is enjoying yourself in that damn skateboard. It unleashes like different chemicals in you and opens you up and makes you feel good, man. You can like, and, it, and of course, exercise if you want to go that far with it. But it's just, but you, when I, it mostly happened when I started this company. I get these DMs on Instagram and yeah. it's like, hey, bro, I've been breaking my ass. I'm a really sick skater. You should sponsor me. I can really help promote your company. And then they show me their clip. And these fuckers are trying to 180 off the two-span in front of the high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's the real love of skating? Like, this kid obviously can't even jump down the stair. But the only thing on his fucking mind is when he's going to be that guy. And, uh, dude, I agree. I get a lot of these emails. And that's and you can only respond earnestly, like, a couple times before it takes up so much time. Like, too many people with that. I try to be nice. I'm real nice about it. I always go, oh, thanks for hitting us up on me. Hell is sick. Team's full, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. At least you respond. Yeah. I respond to them. I won't leave them hanging out there. Yeah. But that's a good question because I don't know. I get a lot of those emails too. And I always think that as well. I'm like, hopefully they grow out of that and just realize, you know, that skateboarding is like a vehicle, you know, like you latch yeah, onto it. And, and again, you... if you just take the whole, take it away as a whole and just turn it into individuals. Yeah. And 
Yeah, there's mass individuals who are just skateboarders. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't have to look at that whole thing as one big globe or big ball of shit. You can, you know, it's each individual little piece. Yeah. Every different skater is on is his own kind of like you know what I'm saying. Like everyone skates. Like every type of person in the world. I bet. Like I've seen cops do tray flips. I actually filmed one. It was pretty sick. But he used to skate. <laughs> <laughs> I seen a old ass dude the other day bust a ho ho plan on the video. Yeah, <laughs> big ass black dude. The, the quotation underneath it was, "Whose dad is this?" <laughs> <laughs> that was sick. So, skateboarding has infected the culture in a good way. I think. I think I have a theory that skateboarders are like meant for this time and era because all we do is practice like. Um, trying to get better at so it's like playing with clay all day. You're trying to learn a trick. You're trying to like yeah, yeah, yeah. develop a style. You're like repetition is you know that's what develops style and you it helps totally. you forge things. So like yeah, I wasn't even trying to say don't push forward and try to gain things or none of that. I'm mean, just don't forget what it really is. Like people like just don't lose track of what's real with the skateboarding shit. Yeah, but but I, ain't getting, I don't get nothing out of it. I got friends who send me stuff and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but whatever. I still like ankle hurt. The bunion don't work. The toes are crooked. Both knees are blown out. I got a hip that doesn't even move. But yeah, I'm, I'm I go out every single fucking day and skate and, and to just enjoy myself. Yeah, that's sick. Like, you don't have to like. You could still go, like I tell him all the time, my buddy sitting next to me, his name's Matt, there he goes, like, I go out sometimes and I don't do a ollie all day long, dude. Nice, good day. So fun, I do slappies and shove it so that you don't pop. Yes. And, and dude, I come home feeling great. Hey, you got, <laughs> hey, you gotta peep some of my videos, though. I'll send you some links. Well, after, all right. I'll send you a link after this so you can peep the, we're cruising around the city just having fun like you're kind of describing. I'll, I'll, Hell yeah. I'll send. I guess what I was really trying to say is don't get sad if you suck, just keep skating this fun. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I agree. And yeah, don't get bummed and quit. Just keep going. You're yeah. not gonna be better than those guys. Yeah. Fuck it. And honestly, and honestly, like we all get what we deserve. So, like, if you earn something, you earn it, and that means it's gonna take years to to work at it and figure it out and build things. Like, nothing's easy. Huh? That mentality you're talking about before, it's like win the lottery type mentality. Like, yeah. It's like, I don't know, I, that's kind of crazy. Kids think that nowadays, they think they get sponsored and they're taken away. they like superstars. It's like, eh, even if that does happen, you're going to grow older and that's all going to be taken away. You know? It all goes away eventually, yeah. Yeah, sure. like, you still got to keep like, skateboarding in your life and like... Yeah, I just, tried to let it go. I tried to give it the boot, but I brought, <laughs> I brought it back. Couldn't retire yourself? <laughs> nah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, dude, I'm so hyped you're doing it, so keep it doing doing this. This is so rad, man. Like I said, a true ambassador for skateboarding, James. And thanks for uh thanks for your time and thanks for being so cool and open, man. Thank I, you, man. Yeah, word. I really appreciate that cuz like from I feel like I come from like a hardship background too and your story and uh, being honest and sharing it's not easy. So I appreciate other people that do it cuz when I hear other stories like yours and stuff, it's just like I don't feel so crazy anymore cuz it's hard no, to talk I ain't about. Crazy, we're chilling. Yeah, like, sometimes it's hard to talk about this shit, but, like, if you can find someone else that can talk in depth about uh, things... You just, yeah, you just gotta let it out, man. It's all real. It happened. It ain't, you know what I'm saying? It's real shit. Like, it's a real thing. Yeah. I pre I appreciate that, man. So Word. Thank, thank you, James. Hell yeah. Last thing before we go, uh, I just want to say if you enjoyed this episode, um, share it, please. That would be epic. Thank you. <laughs>